Welcome to the Newsmax Daily for Thursday, January 11th, 2024. It's Human Trafficking Awareness Day, established by the United Nations with the advent of the internet back in the year 2000. Later that same year, the United States passed the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. According to the State Department, 15,000 to 18,000 people, predominantly women and children, are trafficked into the United States each year. And with the huge increase of border crossings alone, I'm sure that number has gone up instead of down, unfortunately. On a lighter note, today is also National Milk Day, which dates all the way back to January 11th, 1878, when milk was first delivered in glass bottles. Depending upon your age, you may remember when milk was still delivered in glass bottles. Maybe some places still deliver milk in glass bottles. You can celebrate the day by drinking milk, of course, but the purpose of National Milk Day is more about recognizing the contributions of the dairy industry and dairy farmers than the actual product itself. And it's Hot Toddy Day, so if you need an excuse to have one or two hot toddies tonight, especially with the cold weather, there you go. And there is some big news on the food calendar Before we get to the real news, trending big time today, McDonald's is bringing back the Double Big Mac and Wendy's is bringing back the Vanilla Frosty, both for a limited time only. If you remember the Big Mac song, you know it has two all-beef patties. So I guess the Double has four burgers? I don't know. I'm not familiar with that, but I'm looking forward to it. All right, in the actual headlines this Thursday is last night's GOP primary debate, of course, Trump's town hall. There's other Trump news, the Hunter Biden House hearing, and other news from the nation's capital, like House Speaker Mike Johnson calling President Biden and encouraging him to take executive action on the border, and also having an agreement on spending with Chuck Schumer that now has a lot of Republicans upset. But remember, Republicans said they will not make any deals on funding Ukraine, Israel, the border, or even the budget without the Biden administration taking some action to start securing the border. Thus, Speaker Johnson's call. Before we get to the debate, you have to hear this segment from Greg Kelly reports last night. Greg is talking about New York City Mayor Eric Adams and the high school in Brooklyn that kept its students home from school so they could house migrants in the school. You know, the one that the taxpayers paid for and pay to have their kids attend. Could it have something to do with the location of this school in the heart of Brooklyn? And you think Brooklyn, you know, votes uh, votes Democrat? Not that portion of Brooklyn. It's actually overwhelmingly red. Take a look at who they voted for in 2020. Overwhelmingly for Donald Trump. Could that have had something to do with it? Maybe. Maybe. Look, it also happens that the dream of the Democrat Party these days is for, uh, well, illegal people to be here, take advantage of everything, and one day vote Democrat. Among the new laws, one allowing non-citizens to become police officers in Illinois. The qualifications to become a police officer here in California. Now, anyone who can legally work in the state under federal law can become a police officer. Weird, right? And, uh, oh, of course, if you're going to be a cop, you obviously have to vote if you're illegal. 
It will give some 800,000 non-citizens the right to vote in local elections. Under the new measure, green card holders and those with work permits would be able to vote for things like mayor or city council seats. Every now and then, a Democrat will say, what, what do they call it? The quiet part out loud. I love this. This is uh, Congresswoman Yvette Clark. Uh, she represents a big chunk of Brooklyn right by that school. Listen to this. Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. We have a diaspora that, that can absorb a significant number of these migrants. And I, that, you know, when I hear uh, colleagues talk about, uh, you know, the, 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 the doors of the inn being closed, um, no room in the inn, I, I'm saying, you know, I, I need more people in my district but just for redistricting purposes. <laughs> wow, huh? there she is just saying it right there. They need the people to represent. They need the votes. Brings me those. That's just Congressman Clark. Who's ever heard of her? Hakeem Jeffries, you heard of him, and Chuck Schumer. Both of these guys are from Brooklyn, and they seem perfectly okay with the arrangement. Illegal migrants taking over a high school, displacing American students. And this is particularly bad and really, really fake. He's a fake guy, Chuck Schumer. So there you go, saying the quiet part out loud, as Greg said. I need more people in my district just for redistricting purposes alone. Side note, Democrat Senators Chuck Schumer and Bernie Sanders both went to James Madison High School in Brooklyn. All right, on to the debate. Well, that word salad is the problem. Governor DeSantis. She says she's always supported school choice, and she failed to deliver. She blames other people. Leadership is about getting things done. Stop making excuses. If leadership's about getting things done, how did you blow through $150 million in your campaign and you were down in the polls? So here, you here's, are I not a manager. No, I, now I'm going to say. I think it's very instructive no, about what Nick Haley sees the world. That's how most of it went. And as Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former South Carolina Governor and former Ambassador Nikki Haley were preparing to face off in last night's GOP presidential primary debate in Iowa, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, who failed to qualify for that debate, suspended his presidential campaign. It's clear to me tonight that there isn't a path for me to win the nomination, which is why I'm suspending my campaign tonight for President of the United States. I know, and I can see it from some of the faces here, that I'm disappointing some people by doing this. People who believe in our message and believe in what we've been doing. I also know, though, it's the right thing for me to do. Because I want to promise you this. I am going to make sure that in no way do I enable Donald Trump to ever be president of the United States again. Christie also did not give an endorsement to Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley. In fact, he was caught saying this on a hot mic about Haley. She's going to get smoked. And you and I both know it. She's not up to this. And a few miles away from the debate at Drake University in Iowa, the former president held his own town hall event on Fox News Channel. For 54 years, they were trying to get Roe v. Wade terminated, and I did it, and I'm proud to have done it. President Trump, are you worried about Nikki Haley gaining on you in New Not Hampshire? Not a little bit. She doesn't have a chance. Back at the heated debate, Haley and DeSantis did also take shots at the GOP frontrunner, not only at each other, when they were asked specifically about Trump. Donald Trump 
basically said that the election was stolen. He went on and on talking about the election being stolen. He said that January 6th was a beautiful day. I think January 6th was a terrible day. And we should never want to see that happen again. I appreciated what President Trump did, but let's just be honest. He said he was going to build a wall and have Mexico pay for it. He did not deliver that. He said he was going to drain the swamp. He did not deliver that. He said he was going to hold Hillary accountable, and he let her, let her off the hook. He said he was going to eliminate the debt, and he added $7.8 trillion to the debt. And one thing of note is that Nikki Haley did say she would raise the age for Social Security. So if you're a younger voter and you like Nikki Haley, that is something that you have to think about. She didn't say specifically what age, but full Social Security now is 67. Would she raise it to 68, 69, 70? Ron DeSantis, whose campaign is in a lot of trouble, according to the numbers, is now trying to drive this message home. Donald Trump's going to lose that appeal. He's going to end up going to trial in front of a stacked left-wing D.C. jury of all Democrats, uh, what are the odds that he's going to get through that? And that's even talking about the, 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 the validity of the charges. And if you're a Trump supporter and voter, you do have to ask yourself if, if somehow Trump didn't make it through all of this, who would you vote for? I said this months ago, but that is what DeSantis is counting on. If Trump is not an option, he thinks he would be the option. You remember the first debate that had like 14, 15 people? I said they're all hoping that somehow, some way, Donald Trump doesn't make it, and then they may have a chance. Meanwhile, Donald Trump was asked about his pick for vice president, and he said he already knows who it is going to be. There's more speculation about New York Representative Elise Stefanik, and now New York Congressman Lee Zeldin's name is in the mix as well. Meanwhile, Trump will be back in court today, this time in New York, where he was scheduled to give part of the closing arguments in the case. You may have heard about that a couple of days ago. He was actually going to deliver some of the closing arguments in the case against the Trump organization. But then yesterday, the judge barred the former president from speaking during closing arguments, barred the former president of the United States from speaking in his own case. The case brought on by New York Attorney General Letitia James, which was seeking $250 million in damages, but is now asking for $370 million plus interest. Again, this is a case where no crime was actually committed, and there is no proven victim or victims. Okay, back to Capitol Hill, where Hunter Biden, President Biden's son, showed up unexpectedly to the House Oversight Committee hearing on whether they were going to hold him in contempt of Congress or not. And then after taking a seat center stage, Hunter and his people abruptly left as Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene was about to ask a question. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, excuse going? me, Hunter. Oh, apparently you're afraid of my words. Uh, here goes. <laughs> oh, I like to reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman. Wow, that's too bad. I think it's clear and obvious for everyone watching this hearing today that Hunter Biden is terrified of strong conservative Republican women because he can't even face my words as I was about to speak to him. What a coward. And this is also a coward that sat right here in front of Mickey Babbitt, Ashley Babbitt's mother, who was murdered on January 6th by Michael Byrd, the Capitol Police officer. And the 
you want to talk about a committee, a political sham, I'll totally, totally disagree with you, uh, uh, Ms. Mace. That January 6th committee was not bipartisan. It was a complete setup to go after President Trump, go after Republicans, go after anyone that believes in free and fair elections, people that believe the Department of Justice should be fair and balanced, not a political weaponized department of, of the federal government that is targeting President Trump, his supporters, people that walked in the Capitol on January 6th, and now people that stood outside the Capitol. There's been no justice for Ashley Babbitt's family. Michael Byrd has never been charged with anything. He was let off, and he was given an, a, a promotion and, and allowed to walk free. And Hunter Biden just walked out. That is an example of not following the law. Hunter Biden thinks he's above the law. Don Jr., Eric Trump, Ivanka, Trump family members had to come in to Democrats' subpoenas and be questioned by Democrats for over eight hours, each of them. Hunter Biden runs away. Hunter Biden did not come when we subpoenaed him. He did not follow the law. Georgia Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene, a member of the House Oversight Committee in yesterday's hearing, which was carried live on Newsmax and later spoke about it with Eric Bowling. MTG, the arrogance he showed, the literal contempt when you think about it, he's being, you know, the hearing was for whether to hold him in contempt, but if, if there should be no question he shows absolute contempt for Congress. Um, my question is, there was a Congress, a Democrat congressman who... I don't know. Here's my question. Do you think this was coordinated with the Democrats? I mean, there's something behind this. I, I don't know if it's Hunter Biden making a movie or, or doing something for himself. Was this just, a, a, just an F you to the GOP, middle finger to you guys? Or do you think the Democrat Congress people on that committee coordinated with Hunter to have him come in knowing that that contempt of Congress vote hadn't happened yet and they couldn't slap the cuffs on him? Well, Eric, you're very smart and you've been observing this for a long time, so you're right on the money. Of course, this was coordinated with Democrat members of Congress. Eric Swalwell was the one that reserved the space for him to hold the press conference outside the Senate when he when he refused to come in and evaded his subpoena in the first place. Then I'll let you know about something this morning before our hearing, right before Hunter Biden got there, I saw Dan Goldman in the hallway. And I bet you money Dan Goldman had something to do with it because never forget who he is. He was one of the attorneys in impeachment that worked on President Trump's impeachment the first go around. Well, now Dan Goldman is a member of Congress and he sits on the oversight committee. So I have a very sneaky suspicion that he was involved in that as well. And who knows, maybe other Democrats. But listen to this, Eric. When he walked in our oversight hearing room, there was another guy with him that had a camera. And you know he's making a movie, and so he did all of this so that he can tell his lies and his story and his movie while he sat there with a smug look on his face wow. next to his buddy, Kevin Morris, who has also helped him in, in much of this can, corruption. Can, can you stop that piece of tape from hitting his movie? I'm, I, I saw that, and that's why I said earlier, he's, he's, he's up to something is it for his movie. His little, his, you know, it really is a slap in the face of the GOP uh, and, and your, your committee. I hate to tell you this. I, I just want you... I want to get to what you're going to do next, but can you just say that was taken? Is he allowed to have that camera in there? Let me ask you that. 
He is allowed to have the camera in there, just like many Americans come in and sit and watch our committees. They have cameras, too. So he is allowed to do it. Um, I can't do anything to stop him there. But I'll tell you right now, this is a real slap in the American people's face. And it's shocking to watch the president's son, Hunter Biden, who thinks he's above the law, to come in there like that and then refuse to hear me speak to him. And I had a lot to say, Eric. You know, we have real evidence of Hunter Biden violating the Mann Act, which is human sex trafficking. And I think he was terrified I was going to bring that up and ask him about it. And I think he was also scared to hear me talk about how, what a hypocrite he and his father is. You know, Joe Biden, as president, called for Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro to be thrown in jail for evading their subpoenas and, and be, when they were held in contempt of Congress. Well, now his own son does yeah. the same thing. Uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene on the balance with Eric Bowling. That's 8 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax, 8 p.m. Eastern on Newsmax. Here's Florida Congressman Byron Donalds, who, by the way, last week, his name was in the mix as a potential vice presidential running mate for President Trump. But here he is in Wednesday's House hearing. There is never any proceeding that takes place without a deposition of the witness. The reason why is because if something comes up in the round of questioning, either A, members of this committee may not be prepared because they don't have all the information from the witness. So you need the deposition process before you bring a witness into open hearing. This happens all the time. This is actually the protocol of the House. And with that, you see what's really going on here. That's what they're really trying to pull. All of this charade is about that. They know Hunter Biden can't sit for a deposition with skilled attorneys that have the full. I mean, there is mountains of evidence of this corrupt scheme. It's very obvious, but there's also just tons of evidence that go with it. And to be able to pin him down, you need a deposition. You can't have some, you know, congressman or congresswoman up there who's got five minutes and all the distractions. He can weasel out of that. They need the deposition. And just a reminder, the White House has admitted Joe Biden was informed of and likely coordinated his son's defiance of these congressional subpoenas. That's Rob Schmidt, host of Rob Schmidt Tonight on Newsmax. And in Ohio, the state's Republican-led House voted to override Governor DeWine's veto of a bill that would restrict both transition-related medical care for minors and transgender athletes' participation on school sports teams. The House voted 65-28 to 28 Wednesday, which could make Ohio the 23rd state with a restriction on trans-related care and the 25th state to limit transgender student-athlete participation a.k.a. dudes competing in girls' sports. Make sure you keep up with all the news all day, every day on Newsmax. It's available on most major cable systems, and make sure you're signed up for the new Newsmax Plus. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com, get your free trial. Again, that's NewsmaxPlus.com. It includes all of your favorite shows and hosts, as well as great analysis from people like Governor Mike Huckabee, Senator Rick Santorum, law professor Alan Dershowitz, Kerry Lake, and many others. Thank you so much, as always, for listening to the Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your day, and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.